Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, episode 116. We do all have the ability to connect with our loved ones who have passed through signs or symbols, or you know, like birds or songs or lights flashing or going in through a meditation and just having that moment with them. And also visitations during dreams are I super, super common. I was just common. going to ask about that. I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm psychic. You are! <laughs> I knew it! Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome to the Food Heals Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's episode is the last one in our Spirit Junkie series. So sad. I know. It's been so much fun. We hope you've been enjoying listening to all the Spirit Junkies transformational stories. We know you're going to love today's guest. Kelsey Dalzell, she's a mom of three, and she's an advocate for all the tired-ass moms everywhere who are looking for purpose beyond the daily mom grind, and she's an intuitive medium with a twist. Ooh! I know. I'll ask her what that means. And I love Kelsey. We drove together to Spirit Junkie Masterclass Level 2 from Boston to this beautiful retreat center, Kripalu. And so we got to know each other on the way on a little road trip, and it was a really fun experience. She's just an awesome gal. I wonder if she was psychically reading you. At she the probably was. <laughs> <laughs> and Food Heals Nation, special announcement. Today, Thursday, June 29th, is the last day to enroll in Spirit Junkie Masterclass. Today. Last day, Today. people. <laughs> so if you've been thinking about it but haven't pulled the trigger yet, do it now. The time to act is now. Do it now. And you know all the incredible bonuses you will get if you join, which we will quickly list, but you can always find at spiritjunkienation.com. If you enroll today, you will not only get Spirit Junkie Digital Masterclass taught by Gabby Bernstein, but you'll also get our course podcast green light marketing and monetization success strategies you will also get six powerful guided manifestation meditations led by susie that's right you will get the creative wealth digital course and three months of coaching calls super valuable with eco vegan gal whitney lauritsen and six months access to our food heals vip club with never before heard podcasts on the topics of holistic health spirituality and business and we will send you a swag bag full of organic, vegan, health and beauty products, including Susie's favorite essential oil, and that'll be mailed right to your door. You'll also get Spirit Junkie Business Basics Digital Program, which includes the nuts and bolts you need when setting up a business, contracts, negotiation tools, insurance info, and more. And two live training calls with Gabby. The first call will help you clarify your visions and clear the obstacles holding you back. <laughs> which voice was that? I don't know. <laughs> 
The second will get you into action. And like I've told Food Heals Nation many times now, you probably think I'm a broken record, but these calls are phenomenal. She gets right down and dirty to the business that you need to talk about. She looks right into your eyes and says, again, you're on Skype. You're on, uh, on the phone. Yeah, you're on Zoom. Oh, so <laughs> on the calls I do. You're she's so good. She looks into your eyes over the phone. Yeah, it's, she's that good, people. OK, Gabby will tell you exactly what you need to hear on the live training calls. Last but not least, we're actually second, second to last. To last. <laughs> no, we have a whole list. You'll get the God is My Publicist digital course where Gabby will demystify publicity and marketing and teach you how to get publicity for the great work you are doing in the world. Yes, and you'll also get lifetime access to the Spirit Junkie community. And that is, as we said, priceless. This is how I connected with all the Spirit Junkies for this series. It's just such a safe place to connect with like-minded individuals who are all in the fields of holistic healing, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and it's been so valuable to me. If you want all these bonuses, if you want to take Spirit Junkie Masterclass, you can enroll now at spiritjunkienation.com and claim your incredible bonuses. The course has eight modules each module has courses within it. You asked for a list, so here they are. Here they are. Module one is about how to step into your purpose. In the first course, Gabby opens up and gets vulnerable with you as she shares her personal story and journey. In her story, you'll recognize your own, and you'll gain the strength and courage to step into your highest purpose. Love that. In module two, you will learn to release fear and clear the path. Fear keeps you playing small and hiding out in old patterns. It keeps you stuck in limiting beliefs, and this fear no longer serves you. The class starts with fear so that you can honor it, understand it, heal it, and release it. In this course, you will also learn Gabby's secret method for healing the fear that holds you back, as well as how to transcend your trauma and limiting beliefs. And this was huge for me. I really needed this. Yeah. In module three, Gabby will lead you to tap into your number one source of inspiration and confidence so you can fearlessly take right spiritually aligned actions in your career and life. Yeah. And I feel like this one is just being unapologetic about who you are and what you want to do and not saying, I, who am I to do this? I'm not good enough. All that BS, right? And this module is really powerful to just let go of all of that. And Kelsey's going to talk about that, too. So this one's one of my favorites. They're all my favorites. What am I saying? <laughs> okay. In the fourth module, you'll learn some essential and powerful skills for any spiritual teacher or healer. And even if this work isn't your profession, you can use these tools on yourself with friends, with family, with clients, with large groups, you'll learn how to lead guided meditations and Gabby will teach her method for psychic protection, which preserves your energy, not just when guiding others, but in the chaos of everyday life. And it's funny because offline, we were just having a conversation about this, Susie and Roxy and I, because we are empaths and you may be listening and you may be one too. And that means you take on the energy of others, whether or not you um, mean to. And so we have to consciously not take on that energy. And it's a skill and it's an intention that you set. But Gabby's going to talk about all of this in the fourth module. And I know Susie has a lot to say about this because she was a massage therapist. And so she had to learn that skill or you would have been taking everyone's shit home with you. And you know, what's funny is I didn't fully believe it. I still I fully didn't buy into it. So I didn't really do it all the time with what we had been trained to do uh -huh. in terms of giving people their energy back and taking yours with you. You know, I'd fix somebody's shoulder that I'd been working on, they'd mm -hmm. feel better, they'd walk away feeling great. And then 20 minutes later, that same shoulder on my body would hurt. And I, I was like, oh, my God, it's true. I took on their energy of yeah. their pain, and it's in my body now. <laughs> so from then on out, I was doing what I was taught. 
Yes. So it's really important to protect yourself. And you can do it with friends and family too, like emotional stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, you got to protect yourself yeah. because we've all had that happen. If you have a friend or family member going through something awful, you can be there for them without taking it on yourself. But a lot of us take it on unknowingly. Yeah. And then we feel like shit and yep. we don't know why. And that's why. Because we took on someone else's shit. Yeah. So don't do it. So don't do it. In module five, my favorite, you will learn how to make money for your great work. Gabby will help you become unapologetic about your earning capacity and give you a pathway to make money in your field. And this is something I myself personally, this really, really helped me. Like I struggled with this myself. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like a lot of people do. In this module, you'll experience a quantum shift around your finances to clear the way for your true abundance. And this is my favorite module too. Okay. They're all your favorite. Okay, but this one really is. I mean it this time. Because um, in this one, they have courses from like guest teachers so they have elena brower and she teaches how to create multiple streams of revenue so that's really really great because if we just depend on one if that one's gone we got to have others for backup right damn straight yeah and then there's kimra luna and she teaches how to make money with webinars and then there's also a course by derek halperin and he teaches how to create a digital course and there's just so many great teachers in that module and then i also num love number six it's my favorite so <laughs> just kidding um but it's soulful marketing and manifesting media for your message so in this one you'll learn how to create a movement with your message turn your blog into a business and massively grow your online following you'll also create your soulful marketing action plan which is your step-by-step -step guide on how to grow your audience in an authentic way and in module seven gabby will teach you how to bring your stories to life as an author and public speaker. Gabby will share how she found her voice and became an author and speaker. Then she'll guide you through how to write and publish your work and share your story through public speaking. Yeah, That's she, very useful. She really breaks it down. She's like, okay, here's how you're going to tell. You take your transformational story, you break it down in this way, and then each chapter has a lesson. I mean, it's it seems simple, but until you see her break it down, you think it's complicated. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing. And what's the final module? How to turn your vision into your reality. So it's all about sharing your light with the world and manifesting your dreams. So you're going to finish the course with a clear plan, feeling excited to put your newfound knowledge and tools into action. And I can vouch for that because I remember having that feeling of I can do anything after taking the course. And it was just so empowering. And so you know what to do, go to spiritjunkynation.com to sign up. And we're very excited to speak with Kelsey today. We're going to talk about energy work, psychic ability, and mediumship. And one thing that I really learned in masterclass that we were just talking about is how important it is to protect your energy. So I want to play you this clip from Spirit Junkie Masterclass where Gabby talks about this. This is so important for all you empaths out there. You know who I'm talking about. You walk into a room and you can feel the energy of the other people in it. Listen up, Roxy Flow. <laughs> I called her out, but uh, she's definitely an empath because she walks in the studio and tells me, whoa, bring your energy down. And I'm like, okay, I'll go meditate. So roll it, Roxy. Your energy is your currency. Your energy is your vessel. Your energy is your expression. Your energy is your health. And if you leak it, you'll lose it. Now, can you retrieve it? Of course. We're going to talk about that. But most importantly, rather than having to retrieve what you've lost, why don't you protect what you have? So let's dive into the Psychic Protection Handbook. This is a good one. I love it. Zip up. It's literally that. 
So when you open up psychically through meditation or speaking engagements or one-on-one sessions, it's crucial to zip up because people can w- walk away and they can lift your stuff. So I'll, when I even will walk off the stage to go up to the ladies' room, I will zip up me- metaphorically in my mind. So I'll envision a zipper. Sometimes I'll literally do it. Like I'll get, all, I'll get down and I'll literally take the zipper and I will zip it all the way over me and then I will go all the way back down and I will zip back down. It's like a really good workout, right? So um, so, so you can, I, but if I'm walking off the stage, I'll envision like the zipper just zipping me up. And so I want you to start to set those intentions before you walk out, before you leave. Sometimes I'll just set the intention like, thank you guys for protecting me. Sometimes I'll literally just bring a jacket even if I'm not wearing it, just to metaphorically put it on so I can close, it, close shop. You gotta hold yourself. You got to protect yourself and you have to take it so, so, so seriously. So I hope you like that clip and Roxy, I'll play the whole thing for you later because I know you need it. If you enroll in Spirit Junkie Masterclass at spiritjunkienation.com, you'll learn lots more tools just like that. And of course, Kelsey is going to share her tips and tools with us today as well. Next up, our interview with Kelsey. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. Kelsey obsesses over all things spiritual from mediumship, rituals, crystals, yoga, and everything in between. Her readings have a coaching vibe as she believes everyone should leave a reading with clarity on what they came in questioning, confidence to move forward in the right direction, and a few good book recommendations as well. She's also a certified meditation teacher specializing in kids and teens. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, she runs her business, Tired Off Moms, the greatest title ever. Welcome, Kelsey. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Are you a tired ass mom? I sure am. I just came home from my regular job (laughs) to my other job to do my other job. (laughs) Don't you have three jobs and three kids? I have three kids and three jobs. Yes. My regular day job is I own a salon. I'm a nail tech. I've done that for 17 years. And then uh, readings is my other job and teaching meditation is my other job. And yeah. And mom, that's four. And oh, God, see, I'm so tired. I don't even know how many jobs. (laughs) You have four jobs. And in your spare time. (laughs) So um, you describe yourself as an intuitive medium with a twist. It sounds like a drink. I want that drink. (laughs) We're serving up an intuitive medium with a twist on the rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds delicious. (laughs) So tell us what that means. What that means is, okay, so when I was doing my my circles and my training as a medium and stuff, after I rediscovered my gifts after a 10-year break, I just kind of thought that people who discover these gifts and and really work on them, it kind of gets to be a dime a dozen. Maybe it's just the circles I run in and the people I know. But there was a lot of just general information given and just people like, once you get five or six different readings, I don't know, it just kind of sounds the same all the time and you get to of getting readings. And I am a self-help book junkie. Oh, me too. So I like to give, yeah, I like to give, you know, book recommendations or you got to listen to this podcast or you, you got to do this, you got to do that. And I really feel like it turns into like a therapy session. Mm-hmm. And I think some of my working as a nail tech for 17 years, definitely holding hands with women. I think that's how I really got really good at doing the intuitive work. But yeah, just Having that connection, um, there's so much more than just let me dig around in your energy for a little while. You can do so much more with it. And I think that's a, that's a good segue into why I love Gabby so much is mm-hmm. because she's so intuitive and she just works 
she just always knows where to go. And, and I was saying at uh, level two, she's one of the best mediums I've ever seen because she uses her gift for something so much greater than just doing reading after reading, mm-hmm. which can be very, very draining. So I want to be Gabby when I grow up. <laughs> oh my God, you are just as powerful. And it's true. Like you ask a question in the course and she looks directly into your eyes and answers exactly what you need to hear. And you're like, whoa, she just read into whoa. my soul. <laughs> I've, I've never seen anyone hold space for somebody. And I remember in level one, I was sitting in the front row and she was talking to someone way in the back Mm -hmm. and she just leaned in and it was like, nobody else was in the room and everybody just kind of holds their breath and she knows exactly what to say. And I love that about her. That's awesome. And I love what you were saying about, you know, what the twist is and what you do is that you're also a therapist and you're helping people navigate. And I've had a reading where it's so nonchalant and matter of fact, and I'm like, well, what does this mean? Am I going to be okay? And they're just interpreting symbols as they see them and not giving me any like loving guidance. And I need the loving guidance. Yeah, that's where the connection I think is so important because I can I can read you and I can just say, you know, this is what my spirit guides are telling me or this is what your spirit guides are telling me. And it's yada, yada, yada. I love psychology too. So I think I pull from all different kinds of places like it goes into core values and core desires and stuff like that. If I see that in a reading, I'll say like, where are you not feeling loved? Like, where does that come from? Instead of just, you know, like, oh, you're having a fight with your mom again and mm-hmm. yada, yada and break the cycle. And it can get way deeper than a lot of people think. I love that so much. And then how did you come up with tired ass moms? Well, that was literally on stage with Gabby Bernstein at at, uh, the level one training. I know I was there. Everybody (laughs) was having these shifts. Everybody was having these aha moments and sobbing. We were all sobbing with them. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to get my big moment. It's not going to happen. I didn't know what my transformational story was. So I was sitting there and who is she talking to? A lady from uh, Hay House. And the girl next to me, yeah, Rochelle Fredson. And the girl next to me says, what are you going to ask? And I said, I'm not going to ask anything. Why? And she says, your hand's up. And I thought, oh my God, my hand is up. I got to keep it up. There's something in me that's moving my hand to the ceiling. You raised your hand. You didn't realize you raised your hand? I didn't even realize my hand was up. Wow. So then the microphone comes to me and I just was like, I just want to be you when I grow <laughs> when I grow up. And I said, I want to be on stage with you. I was so inspired by her and, and how she just moves everybody. And she said, well, come on up. So I got up on the stage and I've suffered from um, depression and, and social anxiety. And I'm good one-on-one working with a nail client or, mm-hmm. with, you know, we're doing a reading. But in front of 300 people, right. I thought I was going to throw up or shit my pants oh. or a combination of everything. And I actually stumbled and I sat back into her seat by accident and everybody laughed. It was that in that moment where I just, I held the microphone and I just talked and I said, I'm just a tired ass mom <laughs> and everybody cheered and it was like there Yay! it is and I was like it was that simple how can you take being a tired ass mom and just being so tired and overcoming depression and postpartum depression and postpartum psychosis and all these things that I'd been through and turn that into a business once I had that oh it's that simple it's really that simple that's how the tired ass moms came to be a girl in the audience bought the domain for me and signed me up and 300 people had this big amazing moment with me so you can watch the whole thing unfold on On the spirit chunky digital 
uh, I've watched myself a couple times and it's kind of cringeworthy for me, but Aww. at the same time, it was, it was the big shift I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You should be proud of yourself because most people wouldn't even, even if they did notice their hand was somehow magically raised in the air, they might've pulled it back down and you didn't and you got up. I mean, most people have a fear of, of being in front of large groups and speaking like that, even in a safe space like Abby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie, you know, like I'm sure you knew cognitively that everybody there is supportive and there's no one there wants to see you fail or mess up or flub but like but you did still scary it's still scary but you still did it I still did it and that's the thing I teach people all the time I I call it follow the unicorn footprints like (laughs) follow these little breadcrumbs that that are placed in front of you if your hand is in the air and you have no idea keep it there. It's there for a reason. Let spirit move you. Let your own spirit guide you and move you. Yes. And I love seeing you up there because I feel like we see you go from like, oh my God, shock. I'm getting on the stage to like absolute confidence. And it's really nice to see. Yeah, it was amazing. And so what exactly can you tell our listeners is mediumship? So mediumship is when I heighten my, well, I raise my vibration. So we're all not to get too into it, but everything has vibration, solid things. Think of a hummingbird's wings. You know, they're there, but you can't really see them because they go so fast. So we don't see spirit with our physical eyes because their vibration is so high that we don't see them. And our, we are dense so we can see us with our eye um, because our vibration is lower And so I raise my vibration. So basically I get really sweaty and nervous feeling and really like super hyper. And then spirit will lower their vibration and we meet somewhere in the middle. That is so uh, cool. I've never heard it described that way. Yeah. Makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah. And then they give me signs and symbols. They give me, (laughs) I always ask for really good validation things like your favorite memory. If it's your grandparent or whoever it is, your favorite memory with them or something that only you and them would know. Mm -hmm. Um, I call them the blow your socks off that that no one would know. Right. It's an amazing, when I figured out that I could do that, I always knew that I was intuitive, but when I started going to these uh, development classes, it was so fast and so easy for me that it just kind of really shocked me. So your mediumship is something that you, you had your, you had, you were intuitive, but then the mediumship you developed through classes and through kind of honing it or, or were you already, Sorry, but I have I have to do it. Did you see dead people before you went to <laughs> before you went to these classes? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Did. And okay. Like if you talk to my mom, she she says I was caller ID before caller ID existed because yeah. I always knew who's on the other end of the, the phone. Um, and the more I dig into my childhood and, and how I was raised, the more I realize that my mom really um, cultivated this and, and helped support this was never really, you know, we say to our kids like, oh, it's your imagination. Nothing's under the bed. Nothing's in the closet. And my mom was always just like, oh, you know, it's okay. And so she would say that I would speak in different languages before I could speak English. And I would talk to imaginary friends who, you know, were spirit guides or angels or whoever was in the room. And yeah, so at 19, 20, I was reading tarot cards and doing Reiki and all that kind of stuff and had always been raised with it. And then I met this cute boy <laughs> who had frosted tips and a six pack. And Ooh, uh, love it. I, I told him. <laughs> Must have been the 90s. <laughs> totally. <laughs> It was. Yeah, 2000, actually. Okay, close enough. But uh, uh, yeah, the six pack's gone. But that was my husband. And he, when I met him, I, I was totally into this. And I thought, I like this guy so much. I'm going to be totally upfront and honest about who I am. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, that's weird. And of course, being a 21 year old girl who's, you know, swooning over the six pack. 
I shut it all down and I, I stopped doing any of it. And then over the next seven-ish years, I developed um, anxiety, depression. I had three kids. I had, yeah, postpartum psychosis, all sorts of stuff. One day I had that drop to your knees moment where I was looking through my insurance papers to see what my husband would get if I was gone. Oh my God. And I caught myself going, whoa, this is, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like this has gone way too far. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, I'd been on and off of antidepressants in my teens and, and early 20s and nothing worked for me. Yeah, I had that moment where it was like, okay, something's wrong. And I had that moment where I said, whatever's bigger out there, I need something. And uh, the next day I had a client come in for nails and she said, oh, I'm going to see this medium and I'm so excited. I've never had a reading. And I it just sparked something in me. And I said, Oh, I used to read tarot cards and I used to do Reiki and I used to do all this energy work. And I used to, you know, watch what was her name? Sylvia Brown on TV. I love and, Sylvia Brown. Uh-huh. Right. And John Edward, I'd come home mm-hmm. from high school and watch him every Wednesday or whatever day he was on. Do you know, I had and- a reading from him when I was like 13 and he was like, I don't know, very beginning of his career. And not John Edwards on TV yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was, yeah. he was like, I don't know, 20 and it was really incredible. To see and then yeah. to see him like because he was so gifted, so gifted. Yeah, I loved him. And now I'm addicted to Hollywood medium who watches. Oh, he's so good. I ball every he is time. So good. I cannot stop crying. I ball every. He time. told Alan Sick he had a heart condition, I and know. then six months later he, he passed from a heart condition. I mean, supposedly he's going to talk about who shot Biggie. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! And what's so cute is he doesn't know. Like you can really tell. He didn't know who Boy George was. Yeah, there's a lot of people he doesn't know. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. (sighs) He's so cute. Okay, he's so cute, and he's so I I love him. He's so awkward to watch, but (laughs) so he's so good. But the thing about TV mediums. And I trained with one, a Canadian TV meeting medium up here and uh, an hour long reading. They'll show on a show like the the top five, like, oh, my God, moments. Right. And there's a lot more that goes into a, a reading. So it kind of makes it hard for people like me who don't have a show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and people expect the Tyler Henry and the and the Lisa or Ter- Lisa Caputo, Teresa Caputo, <laughs> you know, wow factor when it's in real life. There's a lot more that goes into it. But I know I'm totally addicted to those shows totally totally addicted no and I know that because I know how editing works and so I can clearly (laughs) see that that did not transpire in the five minutes they showed on tv but I understand a lot of people may not see that and then their expectations are different than if they go in for an hour-long session they don't realize it can take time to get to those answers and that mediums are interpreting the signs that they see and sometimes things get lost in translation yeah and then people have things like psychic amnesia. I would say if you can bring your best friend to a reading, do it. Because while you're going, hmm, I don't know, your best friend will be going, oh, my God, yes, it's that person or it's that or it's that. They'll, give, they'll be helping you with your, yeah. with your validation. Totally. I, take, yeah. I always take copious notes. Yeah. I write as fast as I can. And then because I, I've definitely experienced where I had, had those experiences where I go, oh, yeah, like that's not ringing true. And then I read it a day or two later. I'm like, Oh. oh yeah <laughs> yeah psychic amnesia <laughs> yep okay so we interrupted your story i'm so sorry oh i don't know where i was where was you re- i you reopened the channel i reopened the channel yeah so that client who had the reading with the one person i said oh my gosh blah 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 she cost 200 dollars at the time so i went and saw a student of hers who was 60 bucks and i walked in and she said oh you're a reader and i said oh no i used to do this stuff but now i have kids and yada yada and she said come to this class with me mm-hmm 
And uh, it's it's on Wednesday. And I said, I can't. I work Wednesday nights. And, you know, by four o'clock that Wednesday night, my whole night had canceled. Wow. So I texted this girl and said, I think I'm going to come to your class. And then the rest is history. I just I just started going to the classes. And, and then it was about two years ago, I started like reading, like legit, like for money. And I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah. we love that you're doing it because we need more people like you to like, tell us what's up. Well, and, and really like attracts like. So I start, I noticed that I was reading women who moms from every age, newborns, all the way up to grandmas who were stuck and tired and depressed. And I kept saying the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I asked one of my teachers and said, you know, like, I feel like I'm saying the same thing to everybody. And they said, no, no, no. Like they're coming to you for a reason, you know, like attracts like you've been through that and you've, you, you're experienced in the depression and all that kind of stuff. And feeling like there's no life beyond diapers and and that's what you attract. So that was pretty cool too. And that really helped when I went and trained with Gabby and did the tired ass mom thing. Cause she said, you got to preach to your own choir. You got to figure out what your transformational story is and then preach to those people. And they were coming to me naturally. Mm. So. so how can anyone develop their psychic ability? Like what are some things that you learned in class that we could apply to our own lives if we wanted to develop it? First of all, meditate, because when you're quieting the mind, then you, you can let the answers through. My meditation teacher said, when you close your physical eyes, your third eye opens. And then she adds to look inward and not outward. But obviously, I look outward. But <laughs> if you're working on yourself, it really does. You start seeing all it's like the onion layers, everything just kind of starts unraveling when you can quiet your mind and quiet your ego. Mm-hmm. Um, so meditation is number one, the biggest thing. And it, that just happens naturally. And number two, trusting your gut and your intuition. We have all these physical systems in our in our body and then our energy bodies, and they're all working in sync. And we all have the sixth sense. We're all you we can all walk into a room. Ali, you can walk into the room and be like, Oh my god, Susie is in a bad mood today. I'm steering clear, right? <laughs> that happens you, to me- us all the time, but it's usually <laughs> me and everyone reads my energy and I'm like, Shut up, you guys. No, it's me too, and I'm usually like, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> Well, you, Susie will announce it. Yeah. I'm just the one that's always like anxiety about, oh, the podcast, something's going to go wrong or the recording's not going to work. And like Susie and Max yeah. will be like, okay, calm down. And I'm like, I didn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And that's all psychic ability is. It's in- intuition. And the more you work on it, it's like doing bicep curls. The more you trust it and the more you just go with that gut feeling, the, the stronger and stronger it'll get. I have a really funny story to share. <laughs> I was with a friend of mine having drinks who was definitely psychic. Um, we went to massage school together. Mm-hmm. We were sit- it was right. This is a long time ago. It was, it was right when um, Michael Jackson had passed away, mm-hmm. and we were having a conversation about that. And then we kind of paused. And we were both quiet to ourselves. And then she, I had a thought, a thought that was a question. And she's like, "Oh no, that would never happen." Like just like that. Like <laughs> I was silent. I didn't it. say anything. And I was like, "What?" She's like, "That would never happen." I'm like, "I didn't say anything." She's like, "Yeah, yeah I know." Because she was fully on board. She knew she was psychic, but I've never yeah. experienced that oh before. Oh, my gosh. Where I was like, oh, my God, that was crazy. That's cool. Because we were just having drinks, yeah. like chatting. <laughs> yeah. And she read my mind or she heard me. She heard my thought. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. That made me laugh because I've, I've uh, like, I love this kind of stuff. My mom yeah. was always into psychic. I started seeing psychics when I was 13 because mm-hmm. it was kind of, you know, entertainment and kind of real for my family like yeah. Yeah. a lot of people pass away early on and so my fa- parts of my family were psychic and my brother used to see spirits so like they were all about it yeah and this it's yeah. just fascinating and fun and fun to me it's not there's nothing 
frightening about any of this. It's kind of a valid for me. It's a validation of like, oh, we're all interconnected and there's a world, it's a secret, like spiritual worldwide web going on that we just, when we, some people can tap into it really easily mm-hmm. and yeah. some people need a little bit more training. Yeah. And that's why I loved Sylvia Brown, who you mentioned earlier, because when I was growing up, my mom had all her books and I would read her books and be like, oh my gosh, death doesn't mean you're buried in the ground and that's the end of you. It means you're going on to another spiritual, wonderful place, but you can still be together. That's just the meat yeah. suit. And then, yeah. <laughs> someone it's, it's someone the described it. That, yeah, it's just your meat suit. And you're just moving on. <laughs> yeah. And so... That gave me so much comfort in the time of losing both of my parents one by one because I would have to believe if I didn't have that belief, I would probably be like a drug addict or something because it was so traumatic. It's a lot. I've only yeah. lost one parent and that was an and later. It's after, totally traumatic. I was older than you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what age you are. It's the most trauma. I mean, obviously, I'm sure losing a child. I mean, I'm not trying to compare. I'm just saying it's fucking traumatic. It's fucking traumatic. Yeah. And oh, totally. Whoever you are, whatever your life circumstances are, we go through these traumas. And when someone dies, for me, knowing that I will see them again and that they can communicate with me through a medium or on my own, if I really, really listen, that brings me the most peace. Yeah. And I think that's that's another thing that I that I like to teach, too, with my clients that come to me who are in that really raw grief state and grief is patient and grief is tricky. And once you think you're good you get slapped upside the head with yeah. it by what the, the tiniest up little with thing. That? Yeah, that's my it life is, story, Kelsey. <laughs> it is so it's so tricky, right? But I I love I do a guided meditation. Actually, I'll send I'll send it to you, Allie. And it's cool. um I guide you in to a little special place. It's like a little garden, and you sit on a bench and you wait for your loved ones to come, and you absolutely trust that it's them there because I don't think that, not that I want to put myself out of work, but I think that everybody has the ability. We don't all have to go out and be mediums and, you know, do readings and make money doing this, Mm -hmm. but we do all have the ability to connect with our loved ones who have passed through signs or symbols or, you know, like birds or songs or lights flashing or going in through a meditation and just having that moment with them. Yeah. And also visitations during dreams are super, super common. I was just going to ask about that. I was just like, (laughs) I'm psychic. You are. I knew it. You just answered my question. I was just going to Oh, man. I just got chills. Uh, I was just going to say about dreams. Can you reconnect? Because I I know I have with my dog and my mother. Those are the only two. And the the reason I know that my mother was real was because the one with my dog, all it was, was when my dog passed, I didn't speak in the dream. And like, I was just with my dog and we were driving in my car Mm -hmm. and I stopped Mm -hmm. at a little concession stand and I got her a bowl of water and a dog treat and I got myself like a soda and then we just kept like we were just together nothing happened and then when I had when my mom passed like a month or two later I swear she visited me in my dream and because nothing you know how dreams always morph and shift and moving and then someone is someone else and things are always happening Uh I was just in my kitchen with my mother and I was like, how are you here? You're not, you know, and, and it was, yeah. it was sad. I was crying in my dream. Yeah. And I was like, I miss you. And I know that she visited me. She visited yeah. you for sure. And I can't yeah. believe that. I mean, I can believe it, but you just answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> and you just gave me chills too. Yeah. I always, I always say to people, when you feel like you have that moment, like that special moment in the dream, because people say, oh, you know, sometimes I dream about that person. And sometimes like 
I dream about that person. When it's so vivid and you feel like you had that moment, you absolutely had that moment. Yeah, I agree with you. So let's go back. You were talking about asking for signs and stuff like that. What's the best Mm -hmm. way to go about that? Are our loved ones always listening? Can they always listen or does it, how does that work? They're always there. They're always there. (laughs) They're reading sometimes and they will bring up as a validation, something that, you know, you didn't want them to see, or you didn't want them to know, or like smoking is a big one. Like, uh, your mom talks about you smoking (laughs) and nobody knows I smoke. I sneak one a day or your things like that. Um, they don't have ego though. So they are, we as humans, you know, spirits having our human experience, we have ego and we have spirit and we have body and we have personality. We have all these, all these different factors. Mm-hmm. They're a vibration. Our spirit is a vibration. So when you go to the other side, um, you don't have ego. You're not embarrassed by things. So yes, they can watch us in the bathroom. I don't think they do. No, no one's ever validated that they do, but <laughs> um, they, they're not worried about things that we would be worried about. Yeah. So yeah, so they are just joy. So if you think of you think of the best moment of your life, the one moment that that you've had the most joy in your life. I always think about you know holding my babies for the first time. Um, they give me a little hit of what it feels like over there, and it's that joy that I've felt times a thousand. They're all happy. They are all they're all clear. They know that you know what they did was only because you know their father did it or yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have regrets. It's just the same thing over and over. They're happy and they want you to be happy and they want you to keep up the communication if if you're you know seeing the signs and symbols. So you know if someone's knocking at your front door and you're doubting that anybody's at your front door, they're going to stop knocking, right? Mm-hmm. But if you hear that song you know, that Elton John song that makes you think of your grandma or whoever on the radio. Mm -hmm. And you say, Oh, my God, is that my grandma? I think that's my grandma. And then you think, you know, you see a robin, and you say, Oh, God, that reminds me of my grandma's teacup with the robin on it. And things like that, the more you connect these little dots um, with them, the more signs they'll give you. And then you can start saying, you know, should I take this job, grandma? You know, show me Mm -hmm. a show me a robin. Mm -hmm. And if you don't listen to it, you might get 10 different Robins. <laughs> yeah. But you got, you got to keep your eyes open. So it's kind of, it's tap, it's connecting your own intuition and then trusting mm-hmm. that, that your, what, what your gut is telling you yeah. is what you think it is. Not yeah. second guessing it. Okay. Not second guessing. Before I started reading um, professionally and making money at reading, there was a psychic fair in town and I don't like the, the word psychic fair, but that's what it was. <laughs> I, and I love my them. mom, my mom said, you should just go read it that because all my friends were reading and I said, oh, I don't know if I should. And then I said, okay, spirit, I need a feather. Show me a white feather. I do feathers too. And, and I saw a white feather and I was like, no, that's not big. I need a bigger white feather. <laughs> no. A swan feather. <laughs> my, yeah, exactly. I need a specific, I need a bigger feather. So I'm sitting in my backyard and I look up at the sky and there's a cloud and it looks like, I still have the picture, it looks like a big giant feather. Cool. And I say, holy shit. And then I go, no, <laughs> no, I need a better sign than that. And then we drove out to the lake with the family for the day. We walked down to the park and there were thousands and thousands. I don't know what the seagulls were doing, but there were thousands and thousands and thousands of feathers no all way. over the beach at this lake. They're pulling their, they're pulling out their I, damn feathers for you. <laughs> I was like, 
okay, I get it. I'm reading at the psychic fair. And that was the first time I ever took money for, for reading. And it was like, if you doubt it, the universe is going to turn up the heat. Spirit's going to turn up the heat. And if you just keep doubting it, it's just going to walk away. It's not going to walk away, but you know, you can't, you got to trust it at some point and just go with it. I also see feathers. So my feathers are when I see a feather out of place, like when somewhere it shouldn't be, that Mm -hmm. is my mom. And then recently, after reading The Universe Has Your Back, I had a life question that I wanted answered. And it's like a yes or a no. So I decided that seeing an owl meant the answer was yes. And seeing a dragonfly meant the answer was no. Mm -hmm. I opened Facebook and this woman had posted a picture of her kid that had made her an owl out of clay. So that was my first owl. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, no way. I was like, you. I was like, I need another owl. Like, I don't know about <laughs> Facebook owls. Come on. I start seeing owls in graffiti on T-shirts everywhere. I told my friend, Lindsay, we were on a cruise about the owl sign. We look over. We're at the bar. We look over and the girl next to us at the bar is wearing a dress with an owl on it. I kid you not. <laughs> And I haven't seen a dragonfly since. So I knew what the answer to my question was. And I still asked for it for reassurance. And I still fucking see those owls everywhere. And I've never (laughs) seen a dragonfly since, since I asked. You got to trust it. You got to trust it. It's cool. That's how the magic happens. That's the, that's the magic of all of it is when those things show up and like without a doubt, like, okay, there's a beach full of feathers. (laughs) There's owls. You want feathers, lady? We'll give you feathers. Yeah. (laughs) And so what about your kids? Do they have psychic abilities? Do you meditate with them? Yeah, my I see a lot of myself um, in my kids. My little guy, not so much. He's just a wild man and he doesn't slow down enough to have an intuitive thought <laughs> at all. Um, my oldest is very sensitive. And when he was, oh, here's a story for you. When he was two years old, he would talk to his imaginary friend named Mr. Chris. No, Uncle Chris was his name. Uh-huh. And he would talk to himself and I said once, who are you talking to? And he said, Uncle Chris. And I thought, oh God, like kids are psychic. This is crazy. My mom was not lying when she talked about me. And this is during my like shutdown phase. So everywhere we go, Mr. or Uncle Chris is there. Don't sit on that chair. Don't like, hi, Uncle Chris. He'd wave to the rocking chair. Nobody was there. And I I would get a little creeped out here and there, (laughs) but whatever, like, let it be. And, uh, and then one night he was crying and crying and crying. So I go into his room and I said, what's the matter? And he goes, uncle Chris won't leave me alone. And I said, okay, go crawl into mommy's room Mm -hmm. or into mommy's bed. And I thought in my head, and that's all you need to do. You don't need to do a ritual. You don't need to do anything. I said, uncle Chris, you've been really kind to us. My son has enjoyed your company, but I need to go to sleep. So you need to go, (laughs) please. I had a newborn. I like, please. Now it's too much. You got to let the kids sleep. And he never, ever, I never told him I got rid of uncle Chris. Mm -hmm. I never told him, you know, I asked him to leave nothing. I never mentioned it again. And he never mentioned uncle Chris again, ever, ever, ever. Interesting. Um, yeah. Kids are so, I'm totally fascinated with kids, usually under three or four that just, you know, talk to people and dogs and cats too are, are totally when your cat is looking at the wall and meowing at nothing your cat sees something yeah <laughs> yeah I've always believed that I remember one of my houses that 
Um, my dad lived in at the beach. It was totally haunted, and our dog Chelsea would bark at nothing. Yeah, nothing repeatedly. I was scared, <laughs> legit. <laughs> I thought they were like hardcore ghosts. But um, was Uncle Chris someone that had passed on? How, do you know who he was? I think now that I look back, now that I'm I'm back into it, and and in retrospect, I think that spirits come to it's n- it's nobody that I can identify. It could have been one of his guides, and it could have just been someone passing through. Because I think spirit is attracted to. Well, I think of like the Sixth Sense that movie. Like all those spirits were going to that little boy because he could see them. Right. So if it's like you're ghost. in the- yeah, if you're sitting in the in the spirit world and nobody can see you but little kids, what, why would you, you know, hang around grown-ups that can't see you or you'd go and talk to the little kids that want to talk to you back? I think it it would be kind of fun as a spirit. I'm going to go talk to little kids when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I was a little kid, apparently I told my parents and I didn't know anything about this stuff. I told mm-hmm. my parents that I had had many lifetimes and that this was just one of many of my adventures, and I told yeah. them all this stuff and they were like uh, did you learn about reincarnation? I'm like, re what? Like, I was just telling them what I actually thought, or maybe I was making it up, but I think I was telling them about my past lives, and I didn't even know past lives yeah. was a thing, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was yeah. Apparently you did. But, yeah, apparently <laughs> I did, but when I got older, I was like, what? <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. When we're born and we're little babies and we're little toddlers, we don't have ego, and, right. it's, and it's the grown-ups who tell us, like, no, you're, it's just your imagination, right. and and you know uncle chris isn't real and all that kind of stuff but yeah when when little kids talk like that you got to listen i think it's so fascinating and you said that possibly uncle chris could be one of his guides so can you talk about the yeah. guides and like do we each get a guide how does it work so um i have <laughs> this is where we get weird it's okay um, I and let's get I weird <laughs> we haven't gotten weird yet let's get really weird <laughs> that's my ego that's my ego speaking uh, so I have a guide and he's been with me. I've been, I've been aware of him probably since I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was with me when I was doing Reiki and tarot and all that kind of stuff. Um, when I was a teenager and, uh, I went to a class at, at the development, uh, classes that I was going to, and it was, we're going to meet your guides. And for the whole ride there, I'd heard it's been 15 years. It's been 15 years. It's been 15 years. And every time I drove to this class and it was going to be a really good class, I would get information on the way. And we did this meditation where we go in and we meet our spirit guides who can be um, people we knew. It can be our grandparents or our parents or people we've known in past lives, or it can just be random. Like my spirit guide is a 10 foot tall African warrior looking dude with a loincloth and his voice like rumbles into my soul when he speaks to me Um, and he's very sarcastic and very funny and rolls his eyes at me all the time. Yeah. When, when I decide to listen to him, he's got some really good guidance and he's, he's there with every reading and he gives me information. He kind of opens the door for spirit to come in. He's kind of my doorman. (laughs) But yeah, everybody, everybody has guides and then we have our angels and and it's just kind of that big spirit team that's around us that we can tap into. And, um, and then, and then we have our ancestors too, our loved ones who have passed. So basically what you're saying is we're never alone. You're never alone. You're never alone, which is amazingly comforting when you feel like you are alone. It is. And I have, that's one of my biggest things that I've dealt with since losing my parents. And that's one of the biggest misbeliefs or what have you that I talk about if I'm doing my tapping sessions or in therapy is that I'm all alone. I was left alone. And that's like a misbelief I have. So it's really, really comforting to hear that. And yeah, and to try to believe it, because I've tried 
to speak to those who have passed on and I haven't gotten an answer. And I think it's because I'm not ready and I'm not in the place I need to be and I'm not ready to receive. But if I talk to someone like you, for some reason, it's different because I believe you and you tell me things that I know are true. And so for me, what you're doing is incredible because it's such a service for those of us who aren't ready to go there yet or don't know how. Even I know the tools. I've done Spirit Junkie Masterclass. We go and we do the meet our guides meditation. Remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I did that, but like I couldn't connect. I didn't feel like it was real. And so that was on me. That was my beliefs blocking it. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. It's when it when you're ready for it. It'll happen. I once was told about my guides and I was like, really? I, I was told I had four of them. Like one was like a big fat German looking dude. Yeah. I, I, I envisioned like lederhosen and one of those hats with a feather. And then they're like, and then you have a small child and then there's a lady over here. And I was like, this is like a, what? A hodgepodge. <laughs> Like you have like a big circus. I had a circus. I had like, I had like a, a circus group of which would make me laugh actually. <laughs> about it. But it didn't really. Re- I was like, okay, that like it didn't resonate in any way. I'm like, that's interesting. I uh, I would say I don't know. I I like to lead people to meet their own guides instead of telling people who their guides are. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean that the dude in the lederhosen might have been a great uncle that just kind of happened, you know, happened to stop by. So <laughs> 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 you couldn't validate who he was, and he was just like, "Hey, we're having a reading. Let's, let's come on in." I don't encourage those people to stop by, or we would have roomfuls of people. But but yeah, I, I encourage people to yeah, and through meditation too sense that there's somebody beside you or, you know, like bring in your guides or bring in your angels and, you know, just feel their presence and get to know what they feel like too. Yeah. And it's kind of like self-led. I, I feel like is more profound than me sitting there saying, you've got all these people hanging around you. I don't know. Maybe that's just my method, but. No, I get it. Can you talk a little bit about, we talked about tapping into our intuition or psychic abilities, but what about mother's intuition? Oh, mother's intuition. Uh, neither of you have kids, do you? Nope. Not yet. No nope. doggies. Not yet. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it is the most crazy thing in the world. We know what our kids are thinking. I mean, we can tell what our husbands are thinking most of the time. <laughs> food, sex, beer, you know, sports, whatever. But, uh, with kids, it is, it is like, and I mean, it's in the animal, we are animals, but it's in the animal world too. You can see that like, like I know what my kids are thinking before where they think it. It is the craziest sense ever. And um, when I started working on my intuition and and really harnessing that, well, actually, you know, it was when the Facebook moms group started and oh my God, it's these women now. I didn't have the Facebook uh, moms groups when I had my first two. Mm -hmm. So I had to either ask my mom or, you know, other moms that I knew if I didn't know anything or call the doctor, like, you know, in the olden days, we had to actually call the doctor instead of WebMD. And, (laughs) and, uh, And now I see on the moms groups, these moms that are so anxious because they haven't utilized that mother's intuition and they'll post rashes. Those are my absolute favorite posts. They'll (laughs) post a a picture of the rash on the moms group and say, oh my God, you guys, my mom, my kid has this rash. What does it look like? And it's like, well, it looks like a rash. Like it, do they have a fever? What do you think? Should you take them to the doctor? They don't use any, it's even, it even boils down to common sense sometimes. Um, yeah. And I think that that instant gratification of an answer and a thousand different people's opinions um, really dulls our intuition. Yeah. And uh, and it gives us anxiety because we're not trusting 
that instinct that we're all born with. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I think that's why, you know, all the anxious moms come to me <laughs> for answers because they, yeah, we've just kind of like dulled that down with the social media. It's also a problem of like, like the helicopter mom, whereas, you know, when I was little, my mom was like, go outside and get dirty. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if I uh, got hurt or if I had a, all of a sudden a rash, you know, she wouldn't freak out. She'd be like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's try this. If it doesn't get any yeah. better, we'll go to the doctor. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. Vitamin C. Put some vitamin C on it. There you, uh, you really are psychic. You know my family. <laughs> I, I listened to your podcast. Oh, well. okay. <laughs> you cheated. <laughs> You're so cute. She literally didn't have to admit it. We would have been like, oh my God. She's so legit. Oh She's so legit. Um, yeah. Vitamin C. Exactly. Or baking soda or whatever. I remember I yeah. stepped on a bee. And it hurt like, a, you know, it swelled up. And yeah. my mom was like, ah, baking soda. You know, it wasn't like, Black there wasn't, the, and I would get, I remember uh, getting a rash, right, from eating these like fake fruit, like at my friend's house, right? These like yeah. chemical yeah. fruit shoes. <laughs> and I totally broke yeah. out into hives and it was calamine lotion and we waited. Yeah. And if, yeah. you know, if it wasn't life or death, we waited a little bit, see what happens. I feel like now, today parents, just, and I, you know, I, I say this because I don't have kids yet, but I, I, I hope. That I won't be like that because I feel like there's a such a worry about kids, whereas like sometimes you do have to let them get dirty. You yeah. do have to let make, them scrape their knee. Let they them ha- make mistakes. Yeah. How yeah. else are they going to yeah. learn? Yeah, they can't live in yeah. a bubble. I totally agree. But here's the paradox from a mother's point of view. So if I let my kids walk to school, and some weirdo picks them up and steals them, not only does the weirdo guilty of stealing my child, but I'm raked over the coals for negligence. Right. Yeah. Because of social media and everybody will know my name and who I am. So that is another thing that makes people and it's all social media and the news and the and the media um, making moms and everybody else really nervous, too. There's this whole new I mean, every generation is a new generation. And that's why I'm so passionate about breaking the tired ass moms out of that anxiety shell and and using their um, intuition. I also think the kids that are coming into the world, they're coming into a really crazy world right now. Yeah. Who knows what the next 20 years is going to look like. And if we can't even make a decision on whether to take them to a, the doctor for a rash, how are they going to cope in the world that is happening? But I feel the shift. And that's why I love your your podcast, too. And I tell all the moms about your podcast. Aww, because thank you. Growing your own g- veggie garden is coming back as like a Pinterest hobby but all this crap that we're feeding our kids and all, all this processed food, is it giving them anxiety? Is it giving them ADHD? Right. Is it giving them all those things that we're deal, dealing with? We're standing up as women because the divine feminine and blah, blah, blah. We're rising up against the patriarchal blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> eloquently stated. That's a whole nother episode. But uh <laughs> But we, I think intuitively, we are starting to fight back against or, you know, stand up against, you know, the big pharmas and, and all that kind of and the Monsantos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, because our kids are now fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> but they are. And it's, and, okay. and it's a lot of the food based stuff that we give our kids. Yeah. I feel like there's a shift happening there. And I think that you guys are really important to, you know, get the word out there and just yeah, get people to think for themselves again and think twice about what they're putting in themselves and and their kids' mouths. Yeah, because it's like, I feel like my parents' generation, and of course, Susie's didn't fall into this for some reason because they were smarter, but my parents' generation just went with the norm of like, okay, everyone's buying the sugary cereal, so here's what we do. And 
so that was just a part of my culture. We didn't know that it yeah. could cause all of these things. And yeah. no one knew. And now people are waking up and they're going against the norm and they're giving their kids vegetables. And, you know, like Susie actually did grow up getting fruit juice and vegetable juice and vitamins. You're so jealous of that. I am yeah. so jealous. <laughs> but now I have to, now I am. I'm going to be like Susie's parents were and Susie's aunt and her mom were because that's how I'm going to raise my kid. And I'm going to have to take some tips from both of you to not be the the helicopter parent right because yeah. i know so much that i want to protect them from but like Susie said you got to let them play in the dirt too so what's totally what's the fuck it bucket what's the fuck it bucket <laughs> <laughs> so the fuck it bucket is like it's it's like you know on the new women do these well women because women do these things uh we do our new moon rituals and we write down all the things we want to let go of and all that kind of stuff and I chuck it in the fuck it bucket, anything that is not serving me. Mm-hmm. And that goes beyond like we hear all the time, you know, leave behind what doesn't serve you. That's in every self-help book out there. Sure. What does that mean? How do we leave it behind? What does leave leave what doesn't serve you behind? Anything that is not propelling you forward, anything that is not giving you joy and lighting you up and making you freaking happy, leave it in the dust. That's people, that's jobs, that's friends, that's everything. Yeah. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Love it. Just cut it out of your life. Go totally minimalist on everything in your life. And really, you get clear on on what's important, really. And I always say, when someone dies or when you have an accident or when one of these big life things happens, for about two weeks after, everything that is important to you is clear. So when you have, I know it's hard to, to do this when you have these things happen. My husband's had five friends die in the last five years. But every single time that happens, it shakes you to your core, but everything is so crystal clear. And I've taken the opportunity in these times to write down what's important. My kids are important. My husband is important. My parents are important. You know, my best friends, the people who make me really, really happy. Those are really the important, important things. So anything else, anything that doesn't make you happy, propel you forward, chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Just leave it behind. I agree. And there's no way you could know this, except maybe you do. But that was my dad's philosophy. And so it wasn't really so much when I was growing up, but it was when I was like in college and in my 20s. That's what he would say. Mm -hmm. I would be complaining or worried about something and he'd be like, does it really matter? Like, fuck it. And I'd be like, what? (gasps) It matters, you know, but it slowly started to become my philosophy. Now it's totally my philosophy. Like I've dropped friends that were not, you know, in any capacity serving my life and were only sucking energy away from me, you know, and so I've let things go. I've dropped things, career changes, all that kind of stuff, because it's not worth my time. It's not worth our energy to continue to let those people or those circumstances feed off of our good energy. Yeah. Even your old belief patterns or your old stories and all that kind of stuff and and money belief. That's what I've been working on. I've been reading the money books. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, did I ever have all this stuff that is ingrained? It's all ingrained in you from your parents and their parents and their parents. So yeah, rewrite it. Let them go. Put it in the fucking bucket. I love it. Put it in the fucking bucket. Yeah. (laughs) So what would you say to anyone who is considering taking Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital? Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
I love, I love going back. I love the digital because you can, you can go back and you can see the years that you weren't there. And I'm so excited for the update to come from yeah. this year. I didn't get to go. Were you there? I didn't go this year, but I've, yeah. I've seen some videos of what's coming and I'm like so pumped. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And once you have it, you have it forever. Yeah. I rewatch them like monthly. I go back and I'm like, okay, what do I need to listen to or watch right now? Yeah. I totally do like the module, like the Oracle card module thing. I'm like, what module do I need to watch this week? Exactly. And it's just always what you need to hear. It's the sense of community too. I feel like Gabby is so, her integrity is so high and like attracts like. So she really attracts people who are ready for change and people who are ready for the next step. And the community is so supportive. I'm in so many spiritual groups on <laughs> online. Facebook, and this is the only one where I can, I feel like I can post wherever I want to post. And there's always going to be 10 people who are like, you're full of shit. You're amazing. <laughs> sometimes you need that little ego boost. and But sometimes you get some really amazing, amazing guidance. And also nobody in the spirit junkie community is, I always have like imposter syndrome. I've suffered with that for a long time and feeling like I wasn't good enough. And even last year before I went, I was looking through all the women on this, on the group, on the Facebook group. And I like cried to my husband and I said, I'm not pretty enough to go to this, which I've never really felt not pretty. I mean, we all have our own things, but Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh my God, some of these women are like, beautiful. And he was like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) And then you go and you meet, you know, all these women who, you know, you have this amazing podcast and there's so many women who are just starting out, who don't know what they're doing, who are super successful, who are published authors, who, and everybody's just kind of on the same playing field because you have that one common thread of we're just here to learn from Gabby and learn from everybody else. So the community is unreal. Yeah. And I also met some amazing men there, surprisingly. I mean, it is mostly yes. women, but the men that go are amazing. They're just oh my God. great guys who are just trying to better their lives just like we are. Totally. And when that, oh my God. Yeah. The men are just blow you away because it's like, thank you for showing up Yeah, and not being like every other man. <laughs> yeah. What is this woohoo BS ladies? They're not like that. Totally. So how can we all make an impact doing what we love? I think that following your curiosity is really important. And I also love Gabby's, Gabby's story about uh, when her husband wanted to leave his job, but he, he became the light. I don't know what book that's in. Maybe it's in spirit junkie. Mm -hmm. He brought his light and his, his story to his job. And I, I meet so many people and they're like, Oh my gosh, you're a psychic. That's so cool. I want to do that too. And I'm like, yeah, cool. But we can't all quit our jobs to be psychics. And (laughs) Gabby teaches that too, right? Like, you can use your intuition and you can blow people's minds and you can, you know, read your friend's thoughts and all that kind of stuff. But we can't all quit our jobs and go be yoga teachers and psychics and all that stuff. So I think that finding your passion and finding what you're good at, whether you're a healer, and I mean, broad spectrum it. If you're a healer, if you're like a seer, if you're, you know, really intuitive, if you're um, good at just holding space for people, if you're good at helping people out, like uh, Lindsay from the Spirit Junkies, she is like the yang to my yin. I am up in the clouds, like, woohoo, like <laughs> always like, woo, angels and spirit guides. And she's like, Kelsey, make your videos, do finish what you started. Yeti, she's very analytical and uh-huh. very smart and very not like up head in the clouds like I am. So I think that's why we get along so well. But bring whatever you have in to be of service and to help people, whether you know, if you're working at, I'm going to say Tim Hortons because I'm Canadian and that's our, that's our Dunkin' Donuts here. Um, <laughs> If you're working at Tim Hortons, be the happiest person at Tim Hortons. Make everybody feel like they're part of a team. Be a leader. Be 
just bring the light, shine your light, no matter what it is. And I think that wherever we are, as long as you're happy in yourself, which happiness comes from within. (laughs) That Um, was so Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Oprah. You get a car. You get get happiness and you get happiness and you get happiness. But uh, yeah, you just have to find that inner light and follow your curiosity. And if it's your, just your hobby that makes you zero money, just by doing that and finding that happiness and finding that drive and that whatever just lights up your soul, you can be the happiest person at the shittiest job. That is true. Yeah. Um, what does BYOB mean? BYOB is be your own bestie. It used Love to it. for me be, you know, the traditional BYOB, bring your own booze. <laughs> then, I, then I worked on my shit and quit drinking because but I didn't have to drink to be social anymore. Um, What's that like? (laughs) BYOB, keeping it real, ladies. Um, BYOB is be your own best friend. And, uh, And I say this to women all the time. You would never, ever, ever talk to your best friend the way you talk to yourself, Mm -hmm. that inner negative Mm -hmm. ego chatter. And if you would talk to your best friend like that, you're an asshole. <laughs> Allie, Allie and I were just both nodding when you said they were like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, like, and I, I say to women all the time, if you have a question or if you're hurting or if you're struggling or if you're, you know, feeling shitty, you, if your best friend is feeling all those things that you're feeling, you would give them the most amazing supportive guidance that you could muster Yes, from the depths of your soul. Why don't we talk to ourselves like that? I love because that. Because it's been... In, yeah, it's been ingrained in us to not. So my exercise that I share with people is to write your question or whatever you're suffering with or whatever's going on for you, write it out as if it was your best friend and write to yourself, dear Allie, um, I'm going through this big breakup, I did it, blah, 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 whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. And then write to yourself like you were your best friend. Yeah, write yourself that amazing letter. I love writing letters to myself. I love that so much because I think of when I'm down on myself for whatever reason. And if my friend was down, I would be like, girl, you are incredible. You're going to get through this. Like, but if it's myself, sometimes it's hard to get there. So I love like just the exercise of pretending I'm, I'm just the friend of the person. And so I can talk them up and it kind of takes away that ego part of needing it to be like negative self-talk. And I mean, it seems it's when I started doing this for myself, it seemed cheesy and it seemed hokey and I mean I do mirror work like Louise Hay mm-hmm. like look in the mirror and I love you and you're beautiful yeah. and you're strong <laughs> and what was that guy on Saturday Night Live years and years ago and gosh darn it people I like, like you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people like me yeah good enough you're smart enough Stuart Smalley Stuart Smalley that's <laughs> it and it feels so awkward and it feels so uncomfortable at yeah. first but I like I do it with my kids now I think have that's you guys awesome. seen the little, Aww, you're the little a good girl mom. that does it on Facebook there's a video of a little girl like giving herself a pep talk but god if I could save my kids like 10 years out of their lives trying to you know pull themselves out of that negative self-talk crap then maybe I've done a good job as a parent was it you that posted about this about how someone said their kid was looking in the mirror and yes okay tell me that story oh my god so my daughter is eight Mm -hmm. and she's beautiful and she's wild and crazy and drives me nuts and she was staring at herself in the mirror and she's got like this valley girl thing going on lately and she's it's the show she's watching and she's flicking her hair and she's talking all weird and Uh oh the upspeak (laughs) and she's staring at herself in the mirror and like really staring at herself 
And I walked by and I was like, you know what, babe, beauty's on the inside. So don't get, don't let yourself get too obsessed with yourself. And I thought, oh my God, how disgusting is that? She still loves herself. Yeah. She still is totally enthralled with the amazing spirit that she is. And that is exactly what we need to stop doing to our daughters and our sons. Yeah. And I just said, you know what, babe, you absolutely are beautiful. I said, look at your little freckles and look at your crooked teeth and <laughs> uh, you're such an amazing spirit. And I gave her this big pep talk to like cover over the fact that I told her that, you know, beauty's not skin deep. Right, right. But, uh, but I caught myself and I still have those moments, even though I teach this to women all the time. Of course. Um, where it's like, oh, that is still in me somewhere. Yeah. But it's so important to call your crazy by its name, <laughs> as Gabby would say, right? Well, I love that you recognize that and you just switched it immediately. And that's the thing. She doesn't have all of those things held against her yet. And that is yeah. the best time ever. And it should be honored. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So how can people find you online, book a reading, all that good stuff? Well, I have tiredassmoms.com and I also have my main website is kelseydelzel.com. So all my booking information and everything is on there. Facebook, I'm Kelsey Delzel Meditation. If you do the at Kelsey Delzel Meditation, I also had Tired Ass Moms on Facebook. I'm all over. I love Instagram stories. If you want to know what my life is really like. Yes, I love Insta stories. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, yeah. so we'll put all of this info in the show notes in case you don't know how to spell her name, K-E-L-S-E-Y-D-A-L-Z-I-E-L, -E -E and it'll also be on foodhealsnation.com. Kelsey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank this is awesome. Thank you for having me. We really hope you've been enjoying our Spirit Junkie series, Food Heals Nation. That is our final episode in the Spirit Junkie series. So Blah. Blah, I know, sad, but let us know how you're liking it. Post in our Facebook group at foodhealsgroup.com. Shoot us an email at info at Food Heals Nation. We love to hear from you. We'll be back in July with lots of healing stories. See you then. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.